So I had an unbelievable show today with Ryan Baggett from Baggett Spots, and we focused on restaurants and messenger bot strategy. And it was supposed to be a 30-minute show. It ended up being an hour long. Don't sweat it. I actually went through and I edited out all of the fluff. And, you know, it was a Facebook Live, so I edited out kind of like all that Facebook Live stuff. And I really tried to get to the core for you guys here on the Baby Got Bot podcast after the show show for the Baby Got Chat live show. So it's the after the show show, episode four. I am bringing in the recording that I've edited for you with Ryan because this interview was fire. He dropped so many tips. We answered some major questions. Um, Some of the things that you may have missed because we did, uh, I did take out some stuff. um, But if you missed the live broadcast, some of the things you might have missed that you won't get in the podcast are we did a demo of Bot Sheets, which is an amazing tool. For those of you who are working with restaurants, um, it's used for other industries as well. But in this context, we're talking restaurants. And also, we talked about Walletly, which is a must-have tool for for those of you who are working with restaurants, and a One Club, which does NFC and QR code technology with Messenger Bot. So it was awesome. You can learn all about those things. Every tool we talked about, learn more about how to contact Ryan, who I'm going to introduce you to here in a second, and all that in the show notes. So that's Stellar, that's S-T-E-L-L-A-R-247.media forward slash notes and the number four. I will put it in the description for this podcast, but again, it's Stellar247.media forward slash notes four. So before I roll into my interview, which again was fire, I mean, I was getting goosebumps by the end. Uh, before I do that, I'm going to roll some uh, some sponsor inf- information, excuse me, <laughs> and then I'm going to roll right into the recording that I did with Ryan. So I hope that you enjoy today's after the show show for episode four of the Baby Got Bot or Baby Got Chat live show. Such a tongue twister. All right, enjoy. And now, without further ado, my gosh, you guys, we have to bring on our special guest today because Ryan is on fire when it comes to uh, this whole bots and um, restaurants. And you know what? I I can't even say anymore. Let's let me figure this out. And boom, there he is. You can learn all about Ryan and read his full bio, which I'm not going to say right now because you can read it and we have so much more to talk about. But something important I do want to point out is Ryan is not just versed in the world of restaurant bots. Ryan, you have a background at working with restaurants, like ever since college graduation, right? You've been working with restaurants in a marketing capacity. Please tell us a quick, a quick and dirty, bring us up to speed and then let's jump in. For sure. So I I graduated school, uh, university for hospitality management. So I've got a lot of hands-on hotel and restaurant experience. And, um, I always wanted to be that creative person. Um, not necessarily someone that worked in one of these places forever, but just to, to figure some way out to, uh, do the thing I love, which is make people happy. And that's what you do in hospitality and restaurants and hotels. You're making people happy. And that's what I really like doing. And uh, I was interested in the technology side. So I actually started with social media management back in like 2009. Me too. How crazy. And I found bots 
after watching one of your videos, and I was like, hmm, this was a long time ago, and uh, I was hooked, immediately hooked. I, and I think it was last November that I put my first uh, chatbots in play for clients, and it went over unbelievably well. And ever since then, I think I've been your number one fan, watched every video, and <laughs> learned so much, and here we are. Now you're kind of dominating, like pat on your back. You're kind of dominating your 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 market right now as the restaurant bot guy, right? Like you can. Uh, say, well, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to. Because I mean, to, I feel um, like you are. You're getting media attention. You are like your clients are out there giving you testimonials. They're pumped. And I think the lesson here too for all of you watching, even if you're just getting into this as an agency or you're considering, like, who should I get for clients? Here, Ryan just started building bots for restaurants and he's already like, boom, 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 pow, right? Like this is the time. Wouldn't you agree? Like it, now it is a great totally time is. to be with restaurants. It, it totally, it's the time now to just take advantage of the internet in general. Um, I wish I had more time to do fun things, uh, but just a quick <laughs> example, um, it's all fun, but a quick example, uh, when the uh, health crisis started, I was like, oh no, all these clients that I just, you know, spent so much time trying to uh, link up with, are they all going to close now? And many of them did close. And I was like, this is not good. So I did the thing that I don't like doing and being in front of the camera is something I've never been uh, a a fan of. I've shot thousands of videos behind the camera, not, I'm never the guy in front of the camera. So take some getting used to. (laughs) Right. I I just thought, exactly. I thought, what would I tell someone in this situation? If they came to me, I have an answer for everything, or I think I do. And I'd tell them to get in front of the camera and just do stuff, create. And I got through two podcast episodes. I think I shot four or five. Always able to publish two because the phone was off the hook after that. And as long as we're solving problems, there's so much work out there. There's not enough for one person or one agency ever. Um, Okay, so I have some questions that are popping up that are great, and I want to cover them. But before we do that, Samantha here wants to let you know that you're handsome. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Samantha. I'm pretty sure he's taken, ladies, so hands off. I'm going to turn red. I'm going to turn red. (laughs) We're we're both humans with rings, so. This is true. This is true. I appreciate it. I'm sure. You have him. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. I'm not good on camera. Thanks for embarrassing me. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. All right. So we do have some questions and keep them rolling in because I think these are important questions. And you and I had kind of chatted a bit off screen about this idea of like, where do I get my clients? So Bev Mm -hmm. here says to get started, is it effective to build a bot for a restaurant and then show it to them to get them interested in my bot services? Or better yet, let me rephrase that slightly so we can chat about this. Do you think that it's what becomes first, the chicken or the egg, you know, like, should I build a bot and then approach? Um, What do you think, Ryan? Yeah. So I've got a great answer for this. I have never sold a bot to a client without already having built at least a portion of it. Mm. Um, That was kind of the whole deal. I would, in my area where I live on Hilton Head Island, it's a resort town. So like people come here for vacation. And so there's a ton of restaurants, a ton of inventory of potential clients for me. But not all clients are equal. And as soon as you guys start out, you'll find there are good clients and there are some that, eh, they can just can stay over there. Um, <laughs> can, you can do this. I yeah, have a won't do this for price you. Uh, structure for the pain in the ass clients, yeah. That PIA, is a smart way to go We do have a PIA it. fee that I charge. I hope everyone follows suit. <laughs> I, like, I like that. That's They're good. like, what is See, I learn from you every here? day. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great move. 
Um, but they're good clients and bad clients. And I have different metrics to like understand what I think is a good client or a potential good client. Uh, have they been around? Are they a single unit restaurant? Are they a part of a restaurant group? Um, you know, so I try to go after the top, the best clients that, you know, I want to help everyone at all the restaurants have a need, but I want to go after someone that I know they're going to do well regardless. Uh, and I'm just going to help their success. Uh, and as long as you're solving a problem, which in most cases, the problem you're solving is these restaurants don't have their menu available on Facebook. Easy. Yeah. Um, so if you can provide that with that a solution, easy, like, a, well, bot sheets makes it easy. <laughs> Thanks, bot sheets. Yeah. Um, Thanks, bot sheets. Totally. And so like, you know, we're walking into a place and for the first time, many of these places have had no real connection with other than I know their food or their restaurant uh, location. I walk in, I'm like, hey, I know this is a tough time right now, but your Facebook's going to become even more important through this. You might as well have it supercharged. And let me show you what I've done. And I'll take something like this here. I hope you can see it. Anybody know what this is? This is some NFC stuff from my buddy Rupert. What's going on, Rupert? Um, I can show this to him literally in two seconds. I don't have to pitch them anything. Show them how it works. Here's your menu. And they're just blown away. Now, the prices aren't right, and there's descriptions. There's stuff for me to do. But I can show them in two seconds what it is I have to offer them. And they know immediately if they want it or not. So I've never sold one without a demo for that brand. And I have 100% um, success rate in getting a client when I show them the Dang. demo. I think that's so – like that last port – part that you just said, uh, you know, 100% conversions when you can show. It goes right back to, if you guys are in the Baby Got Bot community, I've been going a lot, alive a lot in there, and we've been talking agency stuff this past week. And one thing that I get often is, how do I sell bots? <laughs> and I keep telling them, you're not selling a bot, you're selling a solution. And you just nailed it on the head. What I've been trying to tell people is like, show them what they get. How is this going to solve their problem? And nothing does that better than showing them like you need this. Here is the solution. And it's that I got it. It's ready. Let's do it. You know, like make it easy. Now, this next question I thought was um, a good one because it is in our show notes as something you wanted to chat about anyway. Uh, trying to understand Rika. Is it Rika? I hope I did that right. Not Richa. I'm pretty sure it's Rika. Uh, trying to understand why would people use chatbots instead of apps like Uber Eats, Swiggy, Tomato, and so on. I know this is something that you wanted to chat about. Yeah, there's a multitude of reasons you want to keep that um, transaction occurring as close to the restaurant as possible versus the third party. For you know, I actually, uh, when this health crisis started and restaurants were closing, I knew that this whole thing I was building about getting all these restaurants to join with me that was not going to happen. But they didn't know if they were going to be open the following week, so I was like, "Oh no, let's help these guys out." I started. Um, offering their services for free and then showing what chatbots could do. So when someone would tap a menu where, sure, you could go send them to order uh, Uber Eats, but you get nothing out of that except sending traffic elsewhere. If you were to tap an NFC card or hit a, a ref link, you're going to get value in that. And, and depending on how good of a builder you are will depend on the value that the client gets. So someone taps and then say you also collect their email and phone number, for example, uh, you can't do that with Uber Eats and then also send a text. You can't. You can't follow up on, hey, um, how was that pickup food that you got? Or, you know, did you want to leave a review type deal if it was a good experience? You want to encourage all these things if you can. And so with Uber Eats, 
here's the easiest way that I put it with a chat bot. You are starting conversation with your customer that never ends. Yeah. And you what know, what do? Yeah. And as Pam pointed out, they take all your money. Like they are like Uber Eats, Postmates, Grubhub. They actually are business killers. They're, they're scavengers, if you will, because they're taking, I mean, they're in business. I can't hate them for that. It's smart business on their end, but as a restaurant, if you had an option where you didn't have to basically get eaten alive by the app that you think you need, and you could have more control over that experience and over the experience that your customers have, why wouldn't you? And save that money. You need that money. Your, your dining rooms are not necessarily open right now, or they were for a second, and now they're getting closed down again. You need all the money and all the capital that you can get. 100%. You, you nailed it. And, you know, Instead, like I just view it as really taking advantage of a bad situation and being greedy on the giant uh, side of like a Uber Eats and a DoorDash. And I'm not smashing there as companies. I get it. It is a business. But for me, you know, I'd rather not. Hey, hey, hey can I have 25 percent of your money? Like I'd rather not ever have to do that and offer something uh, of immense value that is more than just a facilitator of transactions. Yeah. And when you solve those problems and you become the hero of the day, like your clients will sing your praises, which I know you're experiencing right now. So um, I think that's awesome. Now, how do we improve? And this is something you and I have chatted about. I'll, I'll start and you could say whatever you want mm -hmm. after, but I think we, yeah. I think we're on the same, the same mind frame here is like, keep it simple, stupid, <laughs> like the kiss method. Yes, yes, I know yes, that's yes. very not PC. Now I think they say like, keep it simple, silly. But back in my day, uh, we used to say, it's keep exactly it simple, it. stupid. And like, what we mean is keep it stupid, simple. You, the, yeah, I think so if a bot is too complicated and that's not to say you can't improve on your messenger bots, but if, and you should be always trying to improve and that's something else we were just chatting about. But if you try to overcomplicate things, your bot will be complicated. The UX, the user experience and the client's experience should be bar none, the best you can make it. That should be your biggest concern. All right, Ryan, hit me with it. You, you nailed it. And the way I say it is, especially if you guys uh, that are in mini chat that go over to the bot sheets and you're seeing like all the things you can do with spreadsheets, Ooh, spreadsheets, right? <laughs> I felt so beneath all of these. Oh my gosh. I don't know what that formula is. This spreadsheet looks scary. What does this thing do? Thank you, Michael, by the way, from bot sheets to like, you came to my rescue a hundred times a day, <laughs> you know? Um, I would say, my success has been because I make basic bots that solve big problems. I, oh that's my gosh, it. can we say that that's the quote of the day? Basic <laughs> bots that solve big problems. You need to like catchphrase that and trademark <laughs> it and make it a t-shirt. Um, that's funny. Because that nails it's... it on the head. Like don't solve the problem. And then if you want to do other fancy shit later, then worry about that later. Solve the freaking problem. <laughs> right. So right. it's so brilliant. Uh, we have so many questions rolling in. Oh my gosh. Let's talk pricing because we had a ton of questions pop up about pricing, Ryan. And um, before we talk pricing, I want you to give the, like, to me, when we're chatting off camera, you have given me like the ninja chip, uh, ninja trick which does tie into pricing about clients. Like what is the ideal client? Where are you finding them and how much should we be charging? Let's dive in. So um, I think we have to approach the client. You know, we're looking at uh, 
good clients versus maybe not so good clients. Talk about that. Well, one thing that makes a client good is the ability to pay you. And, <laughs> and <Yeah>. it's <laughs> you, you like to get paid for your work. So you want to make sure that they have pockets to do so. And one of the easy ways to do that without looking at their P&Ls <laughs> is to understand, is this restaurant a single unit restaurant or is this restaurant part of a restaurant group? One of the easiest ways that you're going to save yourself so much time is to Google in your city or any city USA for that matter, blank city restaurant group and start there. Start somewhere that has 10 locations or 20 locations because if you do get one, guess what? You've got 19 other ones that are going to line up. Um, I've seen it. And so when you are solving one problem for one place, it just makes sense that within that same group, they're probably going to have the same problem. So fix that one as well. That's a really... just literally Google restaurant groups in your, in your hood, essentially. That's it. <laughs> like, that's, that's it. And the bigger magic. cities are going to have bigger groups more than the, most of the time. And the bigger the group, you can guess or bet that they're going to have more money. But think about it. You got a mom and pop shop trying to survive versus a giant corporate 35 location they, restaurant. They even, Who's going to pay you more? Yeah. They're not even going to blink. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> like 500 bucks a month. That's it. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know? So and then you say that to this mom and pop, they're, they're like, like, yeah, that's, 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 steep. that's my groceries, you right? know? Exactly. So let's talk pricing. Um, you can get, I mean, I know your pricing is listed on your website, so I doubt you're trying to hide it or anything. Yeah. But like, what are we charging for something like this? I, so I think that <clears throat> if done correctly, right. And you're not just offering one thing. I think it's a mistake to offer one thing as a solution and try to sell it just because you learn how to do it doesn't mean you could go sell it. But if you're selling a solution that does multiple things, like in my case for restaurants, it's going to be something like uh, the contactless menus, unlimited QRs, the NFC capability of the little bit of brain power that goes into my basic bots that I think are fun and the loyalty program. I'll tell you, there's two things restaurants want specifically, every single one of them, every one. They want new customers and they want to increase the frequency of current customers. Those two things are the main problems to solve. So start there and figure out what you have to offer the place. So if they want new customers, um, you can bring them in and prove that you've brought them in through many of Kelly's videos. She'll tell you how to make a coupon, a coupon code, you know, like to go redeem. Um, and then you have that piece that I really like the NFC for, and it's perfect during this time, the contactless stuff, when they are already in the brick and mortar, when they're already in the store, you have another opportunity to get that person to join the loyalty program, you know? And yeah. so when you're offering a solution like that, because I already know uh, being in the restaurant marketing business for a corporation or for a company, I know kind of the, how the pricing goes. And so I wanted to offer all of the things for one like basic monthly price. And what normally happens is the client will say, well, oh, that's great, but we also want this and that and this other. other thing. And my, my favorite thing to do is to like make content and have content that pushes out the success, whether it be through a bot or just a generic, you know, conversion ad. Sure. So then I get to sell them, oh, you're a restaurant, but you don't have photos of your food. I do have a camera, you know. Let me help you so out. I just upselled right there, you know, yeah. and you're just gaining the trust and solving problems. The and then key word there, friends, is upsell. Okay. He's not giving it away for free. <laughs> 
Stop it. Uh, yeah, you got to upsell. I totally agree. Um, you know, we talk about pricing a lot when I do my agency talks. And I think the most important thing is, um, you, number one, most people are not charging enough. And number two, you have to be confident. You have to be okay with asking for what what it's worth to you, right? So um, don't undervalue yourself, but be fair. And I think that you've found a really good balance. Now you kind of hinted at it. We talked very little, little mention of NFC. Let's talk NFC for a minute because it's one of my favorite technologies when it comes so, to touch-free. And I know you use it a lot. Like this is your mm -hmm. signature thing, right? Like touch and bam, mm -hmm. I don't have to scan. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, the QR code is there for the backup, but show yep. them the thing again, show them the thing. Cause I don't yeah. have mine. And I have a whole bunch of these. This is the one I wanted to show you guys today because our, our buddy who's getting just famous is Rupert. This is yes. A1 Club. And it's really cool. These things have like little web URLs on the back. You've got your QR code on the front for the, I guess, now non-hip phones, right? For the ones that don't, they're a little older. Like the, the iPhone, what is it, X and below can't yeah. use it natively. This is what it looks like on the back. This is actually the NFC yeah. chip or the tag. Uh, so I like this because it's just so simple. Place your phone here. You have to really uh, make sure that the least intelligent person in the room understands because if they do, everyone will. That's like the concept I look at. So when I saw this, it's like place your phone here. Even if you don't touch the phone, it's going to trigger. So that's yes. what's really cool. Um, one instance that is really useful with NFC is the way I look at this stuff is a hyperlink a digital hyperlink in the physical world. So yes. they sat oh, yes. down, right? They sit down at a table in the dining room. They're probably going to be wanting the dinner menu. You can kind of just jump them there if you've built it up. But if they're at the bar, maybe they're going to want the drink menu, right? Makes sense. So you can, it's all about making it convenient for the customer. If I've gone to that restaurant before and you know, they use one of my programs, for instance, they have a, that loyalty aspect. I sit down at the bar again, when I tap the table, for example, I don't really even need to see the menu, but I want my loyalty point, which Kelly teaches us how to do in her quiz video, which has opened up all the doors. Yeah, go watch the quiz video, you guys. So um, by the way, if you want to snag, if you have a client that you're thinking about doing this with, you want to snag um, a couple QR code or their QR code slash NFC, NFC being the important aspect here. Um, I have a 20% discount that you guys can get with this link right here. It's applied at the cart menu. I think there's a minimum, like you have to spend like, I don't know, 20 bucks, 50 bucks. I can't remember, but you're going to spend that much when you see all the things you can do. These are great. Not only for the restaurants, it's literally I'm tapping and going. If you guys have seen me at a conference, I actually have NFC cards and I have a video that shows you how to use NFC cards for uh, networking, touch-free networking. You guys, you don't have to shake hands, give business cards anymore. They literally just touch it. I actually hand out these cards though. And the NFC card turns into their NFC card. So I get their contact information, they get mine and then they get to turn it around. So it's almost like this, uh, nice, cool little gift I'm giving. So you can check out the 20% discount in the a one shop, which is what we were talking about there. But, uh, it's just another awesome touchless thing. And here's the thing is like businesses. I know in the UK, Rupert was talking about how he's going all in on this NFC thing. Cause he's in the UK and in the UK, they have to have certain protocols here in America. Same thing, certain protocols. When it comes to opening your restaurant, you have to have, you have to track, right? You have to know who's coming in uh, to your to eating in your restaurant. So if you're going to have people eating in your restaurant in many cities in the United States and in the UK, you have to, uh, 
contact trace, essentially. You have to get that person's name and, and contact information. Well, I mean, do you really want to like have them, some restaurants are doing this, just write down their email address? Are you kidding me? Who you got on staff that wants to read email addresses and put that into a spreadsheet? Please, please stop it. All you have to do is implement it into your touchless experience and bam, QR code, sure, <clears throat> scan, bam. By the way, all the native phones on iPhone and um Android, I'm an Android user, can do QR codes through the camera. It's native, you just hold it over with your camera. It's easy to explain. So even if they don't get NFC, which by the way, NFC is the future and everybody will understand it in another year or two. So you guys are early adapters, but now is the time. If you've ever thought of a time in history where you should be doing QR codes and touch-free NFC for restaurants, for anything, gyms, any kind of like retail, these tools we've been talking about today, seriously, you guys, snag them now. Be on the forefront. You are going to win this game if you get in on this stuff now. 100%. We got lots of people commenting. You guys, throw up your questions. We're going to wrap up here. Uh, we, we're going full hour. This is like we're breaking the bank today. Uh, we got 10 minutes left till 9 a.m. my time. That's Pacific time. And then we're going to close it down. I cannot go longer. I'm sorry. I've got kids in the house. I wish I could talk to Ryan all day long. Um, I know you can reach out to Ryan. Ryan, uh, what's the best place to reach out to you really quick before we continue on here? You know, you, you I, I would say the messenger bot, but don't do that. There's so many people that go in there. It's I just know, not I'm even the worth same it. Way. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess the best thing to do is just uh, friend me on Facebook. I generally accept most everyone. Um, and I try to answer any questions. But uh, honestly, like, to, I'm not that smart, guys. So I hate to break it to you. The groups that you can join, the Baby Gap Bot group and these other uh, chat groups, that, those are the real resources. That's where I've learned almost oh, everything. Very, very few stuff has come from this brain organically. It's just I'll see something like, ooh, quiz, counting. Let's make this. And that's how I want you guys to be and just use the community. Yeah, the communities are great. Now, I actually heard uh, someone mention when I was promoting this show today that they didn't like bot sheets because they thought the support was bad. And I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, I have not experienced anything better. The support, you know what? The only thing, I'm, I, Michael's here. I'm sorry. I'm about to say someone's better at support <laughs> than you. Michael's amazing at support and his community is amazing at support. I've never had a problem. <clears throat> the only person I have found that is better at support is Rupert. Man, that guy will get on a Zoom with you at like 10 o'clock at night, he will get out of bed in his pajamas. I don't know how his girlfriend, Faye, deals with it. Like, seriously, I would want to murder my boyfriend. But <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but it's amazing. The, the tools that we're sharing, these people are, oh, I'm out of focus. There we go. Um, they're amazing support, like the communities. And I'm with you. Like, don't don't message me. Go to Baby Got Bot because you guys, mm -hmm. I get so many messages. If you want one-on-one -on -one time, you got book. You know what we talk about getting paid, friends? Come on, I got bills. <laughs> That's right. So Alvin here says QR codes or NFC. What are the advantages? I'm going to start and I'm going to say QR codes and NFC should always be used together. They just should. Uh, the QR code, obviously, we are able to scan it. It's a lot easier tech to understand initially. NFC, I think, is easier to do. Honestly, all you do is tap. But if you don't have it on, then it can be confusing. So I absolutely think you have to have both. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I just saw that question, too. I opened up the comments now. And for me, I think that 
right now, QR codes are generally going to work more times than NFC because there are still older phones, iPhones specifically on the market. And secondly, depending on where you're sending your your user, you've got to make sure that that link will work on all devices if you got to make a deep link or whatever. But you're a thousand percent right. NFC is the future. And the proof in that is Apple's last, you know, uh, announcement they made. I mean, it's clear that, you know, they made a point to say all the current iPhone lineup is NFC compatible with mm-hmm. no other third party app. By far, it will be the future. And I think the health situation where I thought, you know, back in January, I had maybe a year or two before there were there was mass education on QR codes in NFC. This whole thing is expedited that yeah. already and it's exactly. going to continue the pandemic has helped our industry i hate to say it but <laughs> i do too it's, it's it's i feel guilty saying I that do. but it sure has i do but i mean if you guys are struggling with your agency and you're not taking advantage of bots with these industries that need this you guys you're not taking advantage right. of them you're helping them survive and thrive a thousand percent a thousand percent plus wins. when i look and to go off that point and then to like kind of like in that question on pricing, in general, I try to, to charge less than 500 bucks a month. Now, you look at that and say I'm charging $450, $500 a month to help this client. If they're making 10 grand in sales from my bot, I'm not feeling so guilty anymore. Makes sense? Like, right. yeah, I charge you 500 bucks, but through this, you made 10 grand. I'm, I'm happy you're happy. Let's uh, get that check next month uh, written out, you know? Exactly. Now, Dexter here made an excellent point. Uh, I have my notes thing up here. Dexter says, NFC is the future. QRs are the primary right now. Exactly. Like, people get QR codes. They're universal. They've been around forever. Like, people thought they died, and then here we are again. Because you know why? You know why they're coming back is now they're native to phones. We don't have to download, like, a special app or anything. Someone else in the comments wanted to know if we could get um, any chance we could get a template. Yeah, you guys go to the show notes. Let me put the show notes um, link back up in the show notes. Go to the let's see. uh, Let me find it. The thing from um, Josh learn how to implement messenger bot with restaurants. Thanks to Josh. He actually walks you step by step on how to build this. He had he gets the template. It's free. And then Botsheets also has free templates. You guys, they make it easy. Like you are leaving money on the table. If you I said it when I start promoting the show today. If you watch the show today, you're gonna make money if you implement what we talk 100%. about. And like, I mean, neither of us are sitting here saying we are like the the godsend of bot builders for restaurants. I have never worked with a restaurant. Ryan keeps telling me he's not that good, but he's awesome, so shut up. But the point <laughs> is, is like you don't have to be a ninja like coder. The the tools that we put in the show notes, the tools we've talked about today, they are all easy. They, they are things that you can implement and you can approach restaurant groups. You can approach gyms. You can approach retail shops. We could use with e-com right now with all the Shopify stuff we talked about last week. Now is your time. I'm getting shivers. I am freaking out right now, you guys. <laughs> Who else is Dude, excited? There's so many. Just solve problems, guys. Like, you've got the ultimate tools that 10 years ago smart business owners that understood the internet was going to be important, like only wish, oh, what if we could just do that? Well, we had all that and a bag of chips. We got everything. Yeah. It's just a matter of using it the right way, solving the right problems. Exactly. If you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it, right? <laughs> Ryan here yeah. says, uh, my boy Ryan Baggett and his bot tech has been the jet fuel for my business. Love you, bro. Man, Ryan Bishop, that guy's a beast. 
Yes. The guy's a beast. Dexter says he's excited Thanks, for Ryan. Walletly. If you guys want to learn more, make sure that you grab the uh, show notes. This has been insane. Now, if you listen, I got 69 people on the show right now. Ryan, Boom. that is a testament to, the, to people wanting to learn from you. And, uh, and I think that's awesome that you are here today. Um, you guys... If you haven't shared this broadcast out yet, I would encourage you to do so. Um, you know that that's like a thing I really appreciate when you guys share because nothing is better than when you trust me and my guest and the value we bring. Nothing gives me more joy and there's no better payback than you guys sharing. So we had such an exciting day today. I want to thank all of you for staying with us for a full hour. Like I never go this long for a reason because I don't think people stick around for a full hour. But we've had an amazing amount of people join us. Ryan, seriously, any final words, any final tips that you want to leave people with? I would just say, guys, um, there are enough clients out there for all of you Amen. and all of us. Please understand it's community over competition. Your community, the brains in these communities are absolutely insane. So take advantage and contribute. And like Kelly said, share we got to get her to a million subscribers. Share the love. <laughs> Ryan's goal is now to get me to a million. That's awesome. Um, if everyone had that goal. <laughs> yeah. You guys, yeah. Uh, seriously, you're awesome. Um, next week, I'll be back every Thursday, 8 a.m. Usually, it's only a 30-minute show. We cover many chat updates every week. There's always a show and tell. Thanks, so. Um Gosh, Thank you so much for having so me. I really appreciate you. it. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, everyone who tuned in. Don't forget to share, like, comment. Keep asking those questions. Go join the Baby Got Bot community if you're not in it already. Uh, just look up Baby Got Bot. And uh, thanks. Thanks, everyone. You rock. Get out there and start building, friends.